So if you guys were holding on for Baylor to try and come back in this one, it's 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 done now. 3.9 seconds left in OT. Number 8, North Carolina, 91 to number 1 Baylor's 86. And UNC is going to move on in their leg of the bracket. And hopefully it didn't do any damage to our next guest's bracket. He is our lead Cardinals writer for ArizonaSports.com. He is Tyler Drake. Did you have Baylor beating UNC today, Ty? Are you are you upset? Oh, I think I did. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, this was a tough game to begin with, given how much of a comeback it was, and then to go into OT and lose it. But, you know, it's tough. It tough. was one of those where I kept going back and forth between who I wanted to win. Yeah. Who I thought was going to win, and I clearly went with the wrong choice. Unfortunately. Hey, i got to ask you, do you think the Cardinals are making any right or wrong choices this early into free agency? We know who they've brought back, but they've also lost a lot so far in the first week. You know, I I think they're making the right choices in the guys that are back. I will say that. I think just uh, having guys like Zachers and James Conner, you know, those were top priorities for them this offseason, clearly. Just getting their deals done so quickly. But there's obviously a lot of holes that need to get filled, especially with Kirk leaving. And you got Chandler Jones leaving. And it's just there is a lot of needs to fill. So then that leads me to my next question. If they're operating at what is essentially a net loss so far, they got some guys back that you mentioned. They only added one new guy. That's Jeff Gladney. We'll get to that in a second. But if they're operating at a net loss in free agency so far, is that because the plan isn't working or was this the plan? Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that I'm, it's, it's really kind of, I, I think you can see this both ways, but for me personally, I think it was more of maybe focus on in-house guys that, you know, have a good uh, character, build that culture in that locker room, and then kind of look outward. So I want to say this kind of is going along with their plans, but who knows? I could be completely wrong, and they could just be missing out on guys. But it sounds like their priority was to get the glue guys that they wanted, stick those guys, keep them around, keep them in the locker room, and then kind of look outward. So looking outward then, they've done a lot of cap cutting. They've done a lot of restructures this past week. Are they going for one big name, do you think? Or do you think they're looking at a couple of guys to fill up the rest of the salary? You know, it's hard. It's just it's hard to see with how many, you know, how many guys have gotten signed. There's still a pretty good amount of decent talent out there, but it, it's gonna be it has to be more than one guy. I mean, they've got to get a number two receiver, they've got to get a pass rusher, they've got and who knows if Gladney's going to pan out or not. I mean, supposedly he could be a starting cornerback, but until we see him on the field, who knows? So that's even another spot to still consider. And it's it's just one of those things where they've got to kind of pick their poison, but I think it's going to have to be spread out against multiple positions instead of, you know, getting that big name. Because I'll be honest, I thought Allen Robinson was could have been could have been perfect, but it, it obviously money would have had to work and all that other things. But getting a guy of that caliber, that would be the big signing they should have made. And now I think it's more of let's get these guys that are decent veteran starters. Yeah, now he goes to a division rival in the Rams. We're talking with Tyler terrible. Drake. <laughs> our, uh, I know, terrible. Our Cardinals insider at ArizonaSports.com. Um, so I guess my other question then is you mentioned that there's no number two wide receiver. Technically, there's still no number three wide receiver because I don't think any of us expect A.J. Green to be back, or at least a lot of fans don't want him back. So if that's the case, you have DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore, who rarely catches the ball on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Um <laughs> 
Does this mean that the Cardinals now with two tight ends returning and a bruising running back coming back in James Conner, are they morphing the offense a little bit to be less down the field and a little bit more run oriented? Yeah, yeah, that's what you would. That's what it kind of looks like, especially with getting those two tight ends and Ertz and Max uh, Williams uh, signed up. Those guys. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of twelve personnel out there this year, and and I don't think that's a bad idea. I think they were sometimes they were at their best when they were able to just pound the rock and and just push it down the field with the run game that was so effective. When especially when Connor and Chase Edmonds were both healthy. I know Edmonds is gone, but they still got Connor there. So. I think there's a lot of potential for that, for them to be a more of a run first team now, even though they've got that dynamic person in Kyler Murray. Tyler, I want to ask you about a potential replacement at Edge. The Raiders just recently released Carl Nassib. Obviously, it would be a great PR move given that he is one of the only openly gay players in the league, but also his play on the field is. It's improving, but he's very young. Do you think Nassib is an option that the Cardinals should be looking at? You know, I think that I, they've got to look at everything right now. I think um, it's just so much. That spot is just such an uh, it's just a position they desperately need just to help that secondary. And so, as I, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you look at him? Just like I said, you got to look at everybody, and and you got to get a guy that's going to be opposite of Marcus Golden because I think Golden. I think everybody's kind of overlooking, you know. Chandler Jones, losing Chandler Jones is huge, but they still got Marcus Golden. That dude is a just has a built-in motor that never stops. And if you can get a guy that can just at least put a little more pressure on the quarterback, that's going to free up Golden. And I think that defense is going to actually, I guess, not take a step forward, but I don't think it's going to be such a drastic step backwards that everybody expects. Talking to Tyler Drake, our Cardinals insider at ArizonaSports.com. I got to tell you, Ty, I was feeling... In the last couple of weeks, like the silence between the Cardinals and Kyler Murray's agent, and we hadn't really heard anything since that letter came out and his Instagram came back and all that stuff. Um, I thought maybe that silence was a good thing. Like maybe they were working on something behind the scenes and like neither party had come out publicly because they were trying to get something done. Then we get this tweet from uh, Kyler's agent, Eric Burkhart, this week. Uh, in response to Devontae Adams and, and Derek Carr is going to maybe get more money, he was talking about, oh, look, other teams are paying their quarterbacks. Why won't you pay mo- yours? Where are we at with the Kyler Murray contract negotiations? Are, are the Cardinals even trying to get Kyler Murray a new deal, or at this point are they just playing the waiting game? You know, uh, we just talked about this on uh, actually a, a new podcast on Arizona Sports called Cardinals Corner, uh, host, co-hosted by me and uh, Eric Ruby. But, plug yeah. that podcast, Ty. Yeah, plug, plug right there. You love that. Uh, but, you know, it, I think the tweet says it all. I think that is exactly what's going on. It's You know, we never want to read too much into social media, but the way he had it, and I think the hashtag commitment at the end, that really kind of shows you kind of where the sides are at, I guess. I, who knows? They could be talking, they could not be talking, but the tweet makes it seem like they are very far apart. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of where I'm at with that one. Does, do you think that the Kyler Murray situation could be scaring off free agents right now? That maybe they look at the situation and they say, dude, I don't even know that they're going to have their star quarterback in a year or two. I don't know if I want to sign up to play for that team. Yeah, and you never know. I mean, what happens if... Uh, something, I don't know, what happens if he's not on the team anymore? Who, who are they going to replace him with? 
who who's going to come in? That's I mean, a good point. we're watching quarterbacks getting taken left and right, and all of these long term franchise quarterbacks are gone. Like, it is going to have to be a full like go through the draft again situation at this point because. Deshaun yesterday going to the Browns. I mean, Russell going to Denver. I mean, the options are so – I mean, the pool is shrinking every, by, by the day. So it's one of those things where I think it's as much as I uh, – I, I heard you earlier talking about it, Steve, about how uh, – or Mitch, about how it's just maybe the waiting game and having the price go down. I think the price is going to go up because there's just no other option. Yeah, if anything, the pressure cooker, it's just getting hotter and the water is steaming and it's it's getting crazy. So – Kirk Cousins got a slight restructure. Deshaun Watson is getting an extension. Do you think that the timing of quarterback money movement, quarterback extensions, is going to change? And do you think Kyler Murray is the next piece of that? I, I mean, I think, I, I, like I just said, I think it's just going to keep going up and up and up. I think that's going to be the, the, I mean, next year. I mean, we haven't even seen what Lamar Jackson's going to get yet. I mean, Okay, so hold on. Let me cut you off real quick. If I can rephrase it, would you rather pay Kyler Murray ASAP, as in before the summer, or would you rather wait till the summer or even next year? Uh, See, that's the hard one. I think at this point, seeing where everybody else is going, seeing everybody locked up, I think you've got to pay him now. I think that's that's what you got to do. And I get like I, I, but uh, that's a hard one because I can also understand waiting till the summer, just like Josh Allen, just like Patrick Mahomes. Just like those guys have got those massive contract extensions after their third year, but I mean, at this point, who else is going to be your signal signal caller that can get you those dynamic plays where nothing else is going right and can turn it into a touchdown? That's just really what it boils down to. You need somebody that has Tyler's ability to really take you to that next level. I feel like the Cardinals could have justified their plan if, let's say, they went out there and they they got Chandler Jones back for big money. Let's say they go out and get a big-name cornerback and they, and they get a big-time free agent at wide receiver. If they had done that, I could have at least understood their justification for not paying Kyler this year, for keeping him at $5.5 million so that they can do some things with the cap to make the team better. But they just haven't done that this offseason. They can't really make that claim to him and his agent that, hey, we're going out and spending the money we would be spending on you. Stick with us. We're going to make this team awesome, and then we're going to pay you down the line. I just feel that you can't really make that justification right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're just going to have to wait and see what else gets done. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, do they get lucky in the draft and, and have a have a wide receiver drop to him? Have Chris Olave drop to him? Who knows? Like, is that what they're banking on? We we have no clue, but it's 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 just it's definitely going to be very telling the next two weeks on on how they fill these holes at least for now. I mean, they could do stuff in the draft after the draft, who knows? But just this next like wave of free agent signings, they've got to be involved in somehow. Okay, so uh, then we'll close with this because you mentioned Olave. The news about the Michigan Edge Ojabe coming down earlier today, not great news and probably going to hurt his draft stock. What do you think the Cardinals' plans are at number 23? I think it's just going to depend on what happens above. You know, it's, is the, do, could they get another cornerback to drop? Could they, get a, could they get a McDuffie? I don't think so, but that's a name that keeps sticking out to me. But do they want to get protection for Kyler? If they're going to pay their quarterback, why not go get a – get a top-of-the-line guard because that's clearly a position, too. So is that like a Kenyon Green type of guy? Or 
Yeah, but the the losing the linebacker today that's that I think that's a big shot. That I mean, he was right in the line of where they could have got him. So it's it's really up in the air. It's 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 really just going to depend on what's available and what's going to be the biggest need come the draft. Ty, as always, thanks so much for making some time for us. We'll talk to you again soon, hopefully with better news about the Cardinals the next time we have you on. Uh, anytime, guys. Anytime. That was Tyler Drake. He's our lead Cardinals writer at ArizonaSports.com. Go check out his stuff at ArizonaSports.com. He's chronicling some of the draft prospects right now, and for someone who's not paid attention to a ton of college football this past season, really catches you up to speed. So go check out his stuff.